All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Oig. Brian Shesko. Listen, we were just discussing how Brian is a dog cyst. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. No, look. I grew up with dogs. So did I. And, and... Why do you hate him so much? As an adult, I, we don't have a dog in our house. Travis, you have a couple dogs. They're amazing. Two dogs. Yeah, they're large dogs, and I've never heard them bark. Very well trained. I can tell. At least it seems like maybe you have I maybe you have me fooled. But it listen. They're pretty good. Dogs are awesome. Okay, so I want to start. I'm by not saying denying that. that. I'm not saying that you're not denying that. What I'm saying is my wife and girls want mm. a dog. My son hates dogs. So, like, I think he had a bad experience when he was young. He just, they're unpredictable. He doesn't like them maybe kind of jumping up in his face or whatever. So he's just, my it. son's anti-dog. I'm cool with dogs. I've had dogs my whole, I grew up with dogs mm. my, at my parents' house. A few years ago, we got, a, about four years ago, we got a cat. And I've You've regretted in, it ever since. I put in a cat door. It's an indoor-outdoor cat. goes in and out as it pleases. It is the coolest cat around. It is zero work. Put some water in a bowl. Put some food in a bowl. That's it. We live on a busy street. She doesn't get killed. It's amazing. Okay? And I don't even know where she uses the bathroom, Travis. I never seen it in the yard. That's I weird. don't know where she goes. All I know is she, she maybe she doesn't go. I don't know. All that to be said, this is my, my girls and my wife. The other day, they're like, hey, can we go look at my, my daughter? My 13-year-old saw this this sign for Rottweiler puppies. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, let's go see him. And I know my wife has wanted a dog for a while. And I, I'm like, listen, I want to lay this on the table right now. Who's going to clean up the, the poop in the backyard? Mm. Because the bigger the dog, the bigger size of the poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna wash a dog? Because I don't really want the house smelling like dog. So large dogs need a large area to wash off. Who's gonna be responsible for cleaning the dog? Go through all these things of like mm-hmm. this is dogs require a lot of attention and responsibility. We have a, a pet that we don't even have to hardly pay attention. It comes in. Kind of rubs your leg for a second, says hi, does a little. The worst thing that your cat does is drag the carcasses of its prey (laughs) into your daughter's bedroom. This technically is fact, which is the greatest thing about it, other than that it's cross-eyed. This cat is cross-eyed, and I call her the cross-eyed killer because it does not matter. She she kills things, but sometimes she half kills them and brings them into the house, and then. Multiple times, flying birds have had to be taken out of the house. So, yeah. it's uh, it's those type of things. But bottom line is, I'm not a I'm not a anti dog. I'm just like, look, I have enough going on in my life right now. I don't have time to deal with dog things. I thought we right? were trying to talk Brian into getting a dog. Why are you doing this? No, I think Brian I, feels I assure, Brian's too I, 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 I assure you that, un- about it. that unless there is enough money to buy my mortgage off. Attached to the dog, there is no nothing that you could say that will convince me to get a dog. There is no you, there you is no argument a... about companionship or the value of the love of an animal or the the warmth of the nice puppy next to your 
like whatever. I don't care. But None you were of, nodding so so affirmingly when I was giving you those arguments earlier. My well, I, as I was thinking about it, it was all in my imagination. My only because my my kids wrote a very heartfelt letter to me years ago uh, of all the reasons why we should get a dog and all the ways they would help, which I immediately said. <laughs> <laughs> just right. like you did you're right. not going to help do anything i can i promise you because i know every dad that i every uh, dad yeah. that i know that has an animal eventually does all those things for me it's the simple matter of animal cost is the simple that's the simple math for me mm-hmm. is there is no there is no cost that equals the, what an animal brings to the table mm. so that for me like I said, like, my my thing with my kids and my wife has been fallout, like, scenario, end of world, apoc- post-apocalyptic, lone wanderer situation, and I stumble upon a friendly dog that wants to join me on my quest. Yeah, Absolutely, great. the dog is coming with me, and I will live and die for that dog. Apart from that, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, no, no dog coming with me. Okay, fair no enough. No dog in my house. All right. All that being said. We we have nothing else to talk about. No, this that's week. not true. <laughs> Look, I just want to be clear. I I lo- I love animals. When I was mowing the grass the last time, there was a tiny little uh, toad that I stopped the mower for because I was getting too close to it, nice. and then it hopped away from me into the street, and I helped it across the street because nice. I am not okay. going to let a car roll over. Okay. A and then an eagle swooped sure. down and it <laughs> yeah. ate it. Perfect. Yeah. And then a bigger toad came in and ate it. And then a, something else ate the toad. Anyway, the point is, I'm not anti-animal. I'm not anti-dog. I'm anti-pet. Yeah. No, that's. Anyways. I get it. Let's talk about I get fantasy it. Premier League. All right. This is what we're going to do. We're not going to discuss the the match last match week. It's who sort remembers of, them sort anyways? Of old news. I don't remember anyways. Good point. But what is relevant did is the, Travis. Did the season end? I thought the season ended. Wait, is the World Cup getting ready to start? Is I that what it is? I think it is something like that. Travis, you wild carded post last pod. Yeah, going into match Game week, week four. four, you wild yeah. Brian, you currently. Are on a wild card going into well, match week five. I'm currently on like a minus 32. I need oh, to make great. some more transfers. Okay. To click the activate wild okay. card to but make it a I hope you forget. You are yes. mentally, I hope you, you are mentally I am on a wild card. Okay. There we go. Okay. Air it's always fun yes. to just have a minus right. 32 hanging around yeah. out there. I've made many changes, but I did not hit wild card okay. activate uh, when I did that. So that's what we're going to do. Travis, we'll start with you, and then we'll work our way over to Brian, and I'm sure that we will cover most relevant things, as there's also multiple storylines. If and when we do or do not discuss Manchester United, we'll, we we will discuss what's going on with their club, among others, As uh, regardless if those players make it to your team. We'll try to cover as much as we can. Brian? That sounds good. Let's talk about some, I don't know, the wild card things, I suppose. Travis. Yes. You wild carded post pod. I did. You want to go front to back? Take uh, us sure. take take us through it. And then a little bit of why. And then we yeah. can tell you why you're stupid. Holland <laughs> out and Holland out. And then I brought Cameron Archer in. Nice. Uh no, I did not. Uh honestly I didn't change my front line at all. I stuck with Holland, Nico Jackson, and You kept uh, Jackson? I, I did. Well that that was before he played with game uh, before. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So, Touche. Uh, I still, didn't, still I, don't, I don't regret it, but I'm feeling like I might need to regret it. Uh, and then I kept Semenyo as my four or five. I'm thinking about moving to Archer uh, for this week. But do, do you wish you why not? Is is I one E not? I guess he's not a four. He's five, not four or five. He's not even close. Be no. five five. Uh, he might even be more than that. If only, if only there was, there a, was way. a way. I'm not going to look at it because now he's I'm moving 6. up to the because he's gone up one tenth. He's uh, only gone up a tenth. He's the only striker. People, people finally buying in. Uh, 4.8% of fantasy Premier League managers have taken the plunge. Did you guys hear that uh, Chelsea made a move for him? Uh, I want to eat. Yeah. No. Early, early in the earlier in the window. Um, Should and he, he was, They they slapped the hands away pretty quickly. Wow. Can you imagine? That's what they needed. 
Anyways, um, that's so, what they thought they were getting in in Cuckoo, and he got hurt. Man, if only well, he's he'll be back. They'll be they'll be dangerous. All right. Um. So mid Semenyo, Semenyo, and Nicholas Nico Jackson Holland, okay. all all the same players that had for the week three. Okay. Uh, brought into week so brought it over to week four. Uh. So midfield's where I made first first changes. Do you want to talk about all of the forwards right now, or do you want to just go through the whole team and then come back and go go level by level? Is is Semenya the best four four five guy out there? Honestly, probably not. Archer looked amazing. I mean, why not Archer? Four. I feel like I would be going Archer. Well, he's got one game well, week under okay. his belt, and right? I, I do that's, have that's one really more game week, right? So they both have similar history at this point, right? So they have one great game week. And we still need to wait and see. But Archer looked really sharp. But Semenyo just looks so dangerous. And he is technically the top scoring 4-5 forward that's out there right now. So you need a 4-5 third striker for your team structure? Or you're choosing to have a 4-5 third striker? Yeah. Uh, It's to keep Salah mostly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is why, in my justification for why I do not have a 4-5 striker... Because you don't have Salah. Only if Salah comes into my midfield is the reason why I would have a a non or a a lesser playing third striker. Yeah, i i ended up I ended up in pretty decent shape. Was able to spend a decent amount of money elsewhere once I shook things up a little bit. Um, I sold I sold Matoma, brought in Diaby. Uh, same wow. price, like okay. for like. The idea was there, if at any point Diaby went cold, I could bring Matoma back in and swap him around, um, either or. Saka was already on my team, Sala was already on my team, and Buemo was already on my team. Um, but I brought in Sterling, I dropped Martinelli to do it. Okay. So, dropped Matoma, dropped Martinelli, brought in Diaby, brought in Sterling. Okay. Okay, so that's probably, Sterling didn't help you out. Diaby yeah, didn't either. Four. Technically, he was a two. Yeah, no, I know. Hmm. So awesome, okay. but long term, I think that's all right. Yeah, I don't hate it. Maybe Brian. Brian's more of a Sterling guy than me. I, I, he, and honestly, well, he I brought him in like a fairy. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> and he doesn't T-Rex. play he Luke runs like every a week. Um, you know? He doesn't. But here's the thing: I did grab him early, which we talked about on our previous spot. I grabbed, or maybe. I'd did it in the Slack group, but okay. I bought him early because I knew people were going to flock to him. Right. And so I grabbed him before he his price went up, well, okay. um, which was one of the main reasons why I went ahead and did it is because I knew his price was going to go up and I was going to get value from him. Um, and Martinelli was fine. Um, Martinelli but he's hadn't just, done anything yet. So I mean, I don't hate he's that. Not, I mean, he's one not putting up numbers yet. argue that yeah. Sterling has been – more threatful. He's than converted Martinelli more, has. at least, even though he it wasn't. I'm sure the Luton. stats say that, Brian. I'm sure. I mean, I don't even. I mean, I'm asking, but I don't need. To. I mean, for the season, I think. I mean, Martinelli's been. That's the thing. Martinelli's been fine on the field. Fine, statistically. Just not. Yeah. I just not fine. Uh, but just no, not showing I, itself yeah, just, really in fantasy. Yeah, I just okay. to me, which was true for a good chunk right. last year. So like, I mean, look, you know how much I love. That you know touches in the opposition box. I want to know how often a player is. T- I mean, because it's, I like that stat a lot because it's you're it's the you're touching the ball in the box. Oh, like, is that what it is? Yeah, I it's thought it's not that they're touching the box. I if misunderstood. They're in the opposition <laughs> right, box, you right. could pitter patter your feet in the grass a oh. hundred times and then say you touched the opposition <laughs> box a hundred times. That cha- I, I wish I'm I would have known that before I, I wild carded. I I like that as an indicator of. I mean, it, it doesn't always translate. Look, I mean, you can. It, you see it a million times. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of people who get in the box who don't do anything with it. Raheem Sterling has touched the ball in the opposition box 48 times. He is number one for all midfielders. So he's nine ahead of Saka, who's in second. So Martinelli is on 32. So so Saka and Martinelli both crack the top five for midfielders for touches in the opposition box. It's just that Saka's had a he had a wonder goal. Saka is on uh, free free kicks, so he gets an assist against yep. Manchester United. He's doing a little bit more. And then, I mean, honestly, the minutes. I mean, look, Martinelli's played 335 minutes. Saka's played 359. Can't be mad even about what how many minutes Martinelli's out there. He's playing a ton. Yeah. It's just, I think, look, it's starting the season, no Jesus. 
that's already been kind of the the defining factor for Martinelli in the in the, in the, past. In the, in the last right. season and so far this season. That's right. Is how much is Jesus out there? Jesus is fit. Jesus is starting again. You, if things continue the way they did last season, there's no reason why Martinelli. You won't re-see what Martinelli was. Yeah. kind of the, good the heights of what he's doing. I, like I, but I don't blame you for getting rid of him. All right. It's nice so, of you so to right say. Now, Thank you. You have Sterling I don't think you're a complete stupid moron <laughs> idiot for uh, what you've done. Okay, that's good. Well, that's that, good. We're making that, that's, progress. That's so 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 kind. Sterling uh, Diaby. Sterling Diaby in, and then uh, defense is where I. Hold on, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Who are the other ones in He's your midfield? He's got Salah, Saka. He didn't sell Salah, Saka, oh, okay. and Buemo. That's what I needed to hear. Diaby, Sterling. Yep. Okay. We will do this every single week. Salah is worth his price to you, yes or no? Yeah, I mean, he scored eight in game week four. He should have had more than that. He, he should have, but honestly... If, I mean, if Darwin doesn't blast the bar and have it ricochet yeah. off of a defender, and he, it's an assist for Salah to go with a goal. Of, yeah, right. he had two so outs that's the So yeah. Mohamed Salah is 11th in midfield scoring right now. Dave, I'm... And he's, you're, you're saying he's worth your 12.5. Dave, you are seething right now so. because... Salah is the biggest waste of money in history for you. No. No. He is one of about four guys who I always deem uh, can get a hat trick. Right? So yeah. as good as Saka's been, you know, he's never gotten a hat trick. Uh, son. Son, can, son is hat trickable. And Salah's hat trickable. And for midfielders, that's probably it. So, like, if Where's, you want... Where is he in points? He's 11th. Okay, so for midfielders so far, he's 11th in points, but he's second in shots, second in shots on target, fourth for shots in the box, tied for second for big chances. I mean, you Seventh want... for touches in the opposition yeah. box, and he's created the ninth most chances for among midfielders. So... That's the part for me that I'm like, and he's created four big chances. Yeah. So he's tied with Bruno Fernandez and Pedro Neto for big chances created. This is the he's thing. He's underachieving his stats I, at this stage, I which think he, is, he, it will I start think to that is very true. Yeah. But it's going to be this, I think it's going to be that exact thing forever. Can you stomach, like, what is, how do you build the rest of your team? And do you really feel like you can replace those points? adequately knowing that you're probably like we just said you're probably going to have to have Cameron Archer or whoever yeah in your as your third forward depending on how you on the arrange bench, other things yeah there's 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 enough in the midfield and enough cheap assets in defense to where that's not that big a deal honestly midfield is so deep were you normally going to play two strikers and five five midfield you'll play all five of your midfielders that's your intention? yeah five midfielders okay. is, is definitely a strategy right. that is that is 100% the the idea um you, you, and i even toyed with trying to find a way to to get three playable forwards that would you know I could throw in every week, and in the end of the day, I just I just couldn't gamble on a, a forward over a midfielder just simply because there are so many midfielders that you can bring in and and they're gonna have a good shot at, at, at putting up a number okay. every week. Um, so defense is where I uh, defense and goal, goalkeepers where I I honestly made the most moves. I think um, I got rid of Luton fullback. That I can't remember who. Kabore. I don't think it was Kabore. I think it was Bell. I think okay, I had Bell. Bell. Mm-hmm. So I had Amari Bell. Got rid of him, and uh, because I reworked the, the numbers, I brought in Cash um, off his big game week. I'm glad I benched him for game week four because he had a negative one uh, for the own goal. And then I was able to uh, drop Botman, who was injured, uh, and brought in Stupinyan, who obviously played terribly. And then I uh, retained Saliba and Chilwell. Okay. Um, and then I kept Ariola as a goalkeeper, and I dropped Matt Turner and brought in Jose Sa. Okay. Now, at any moment in there, did you think about bringing Jared Bowen into your lineup? No. No. So, I, because now, I, at that point, I, I he had, had to, a 9, yeah. 2, and a 12. He's coming off yeah. a 12, and it was against Brighton. Yeah, he's a streaky player, and, and West Ham is playing really, really well. And so... Yes. Should I have considered him? Yes. But I also probably should have considered Pedro Neto as well, going off of Brian's 
rant from last last time. Um, Neto keeps doing the doing the business though. Yeah, West Ham is definitely a, a team to keep an eye on because there are definitely assets there to to look at. I did, however, not Bowen, but I did look at James Ward Prowse. I really did, and honestly, um, it was really a, a matter of Diaby or James Ward Prowse, and I chose Diaby. Okay. I think Diaby. Um, I don't know. Honestly, it was a toss up for me. I could have gone either way and I'll, I, I'll probably regret it um, because James Ward Prowse is just crushing it right now. Um, and I, sh- and I should have probably brought him in and I was going to let go of Embuemo, but honestly, again, it just goes back to, he keeps showing up and he did again in game week four with, with an eight. So I don't know. I, I, I'm happy with my lineup, but honestly, I'm basically bang average every single week. I'm like pretty much right on the, the average number, okay. um, which is honestly what you kind of have to do to survive early on if it's you're fair. not playing chips. So um, I'm hoping the tide turns from here. But um, All right. Have you yeah. made a transfer this match week going into match week five? I have not. The only one I'm contemplating right now is uh, Archer for Semenyo, but I don't need to do it. So I'll probably hang sure. on to it. And so ban- I have to bank it yeah. okay. and, and kind of run from there. Brian. Tell me about well, what you yeah, are thinking. And I think this is good because I my instinct in, at the beginning was to not have a third useless striker. So currently it's Holland. Uh, I did what I said I was going to do several weeks or wanted to do several weeks ago and have uh, Julian Alvarez. And then I like that. Uh, I brought in Ferguson after his hat trick, and that was mostly thinking, well, he scored a hat trick, so his price might go up twice. And then, of course, he's uh, the you know then it pops up that he's got a patellar tendon injury that he's been playing on, according to uh, Deserby. So, uh, and I think so now. So that's like my first already, even on a wild card. That's my first. Now that's a newly flexible position. Okay. So, um, I think as uh, as papers that are out there, uh, such as the Sussex Sussex Express, uh, are suggesting that Deserby would not want to take a risk with for Evan Ferguson, especially with Europa League football. Yeah, they got too many up. matches to play. So, uh, to me, he's now like I I don't expect him to play against Manchester United, or wouldn't think that he's like a a guarantee to play at least, barring some kind of training training photos. And also with Julian Alvarez, like. He's another one. I don't necessarily have to keep him either. I would like to. I think the upside is, I mean, it's pretty obvious, a goal and two assists in game week four. But look, Argentina, like by the time you hear this, they'll have finished playing in Bolivia at, at uh, on, you know, almost 12,000 feet. Uh, the stadium there, uh, which Neymar called uh, inhumane as far as the conditions of yeah. playing at such altitude uh, he called that. He said that in 2017. Thanks, Wikipedia. Alexis um, McAllister repeated it this week yeah, as with well. The, yeah, yeah, the oxygen, the oxygen bottle photo. Was it oxygen? Um, it's not no. Jack Grealish. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, no, I believe that. But either way, like you know, I think there's that there's that question of what's the you know that's a lot of travel, and then you know, does he necessarily come right back? You know, does Manchester City need to have him in the starting lineup? For game week five, who knows? So this is where, like, for me, my I want. So it's either it was either Salah or Darwin. To me, there was no, there is no other option. That there is no Gakpo, there is no Jota, there's no, there is no other player. That it's so it's either there's no way I would do both. So there's zero chance of it being like Holland, Darwin, and a nobody as my third striker, and then Salah and a bunch of guys in my midfield. You know what I mean? Darwin yeah. and Salah seems like, that seems like just too much. Agree. But look, he played 64 minutes. He But in 64 minutes, a brace assist. Like we said just a second yeah. ago. Should have been a goal and an assist. Yeah. But uh, as uh, as has been, he's done. He kicks it against the bar. Is... But he's crushed. Now, this is two crushings. Is that enough crushings to fix him in the starting lineup? I don't know. He carried it into the international break um, with Uruguay, and he had two more assists. He's not scoring. But the problem is Cody Gakpo scored two goals, and Jota scored two goals. So Portugal, didn't they if they're paying, on somebody it was though. like Macedonia or Randora or somebody 
Bruno had four not assists. Helpful. Or Did like they that. play Vatican uh, City? No. <laughs> might as well have. Play. It was somebody. Yeah, I think they scored like six or eight goals or something crazy. Um, but all that to say, they're they're all carrying their form, you know, into into um, international. So I, I don't know. the The major thing though is with with Klopp is that he's he plays the emotions and he's trying to get something out of Darwin. And I don't know if that means that he will set him again to try and light him up again and get him mad because he does seem to play better when he's mad. Just yeah, but off the, off bench, the bench, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, look, we keep saying it forever. You you know, super sub performances, and he's already yeah. got the one of the top super sub performances of the season. And then look, who other than Liverpool has a better fixture run until the November international break? Wolves, West Ham, Spurs. Brighton, Everton, Nottingham Forest, Luton, Brentford. Uh, to me, like yeah. I look at that and I just think goal fest, goal fest. Spurs are now a fun goal fest. Brighton is now a fun goal fest. Like me, yeah, and then offensive players, the yeah. tougher ones like Everton, they're playing. This is as bad of an ever team, Everton team as we've ever seen. That doesn't matter though. And then they get Nottingham Forest, which would be a, I guess, a tougher matchup, but they're playing Nottingham Forest at Anfield. So, like, all of the matchups there that you think, like, oh, those are, like, even the tough ones, they're playing them at home. So, I'm like, that's why I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know how, to me, I just don't know that there's any way I don't leave this wild card with one of these guys. Trent is not a terrible consideration, except he's he's hurt. He's expensive. That's exactly it. He's he's, To me, he's way too much. So... And I'm saying that as I'm sitting there considering Salah. Yeah, but I mean, Travis, Travis's right? point earlier is completely legitimate. I mean, I don't have Salah, yet I just got money just chilling in my bank. And shorty, what you drank. Right. And so I'm just saying I could I could easily make two changes and get to Salah. Like I could I say easily. I'd have to I'd have to drop down to a a, yeah. a four or five striker exactly like you said Which, and then there's a couple and then sell a yeah, Odegaard Saka or sell Odegaard or Saka you know so 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 one of those I have Odegaard at the moment so I do think I mean Salah's stats are outrageously good uh they're his, still, un, his underlying they're, stats they're still good like that's yeah. the thing. are, are very not, very good they're not the world beating stats that he had for you sure know, a few seasons, seasons ago, ago. But he's still like he's still exactly where you would want somebody of his caliber to be, and then like you know I sold him last week to bring in Phil Foden, and you know how'd that feel? And I just well, think- it ended up being I mean it ended up being not oh, it's not a horrible move. It was a difference. It was eight Why points. Why would you to, ball, it's buy to fall fu- down, Phil? Because I wanted to I wanted to get in on that the <sighs> Manchester City action, man. Man. So I it like didn't help you at all. Hey, so no, me, it, so you're exactly you right. About, it hurt me by three it, points, uh, but so, it was just I did not take a hit to do it. That's fair. And it was that's also good. a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I was thinking ahead. You did but it then for the money. But then also, as I'm looking at it, to, like this is to your point, Dave. It was eight points for thirteen dollar Salah compared to five points for seven seven and a half dollar Phil. Yeah, Foden. I know. Yeah. So that's so that's exact. I mean, like I know, like the, the I, you'd rather have the extra three points. But but wouldn't I also rather have the extra five dollars? Yeah, Maybe. you would. What you would rather you? have the money. But right now, no one's lighting it up in defense, yeah, barring right. Spurs defenders at this point. No one's trustworthy. Even the people who own Spurs defenders, like Udagi and Romero or whoever, probably don't feel great about it. You got Udagi not for not because he's going to get a clean sheet, but because he yeah. might give you a scoring return. Because so, he spends a lot of time which, in the six-yard box. I would, <laughs> and I would love to talk about this for, I don't know, probably at least 25 to <laughs> 29 <laughs> minutes. I would love to talk about Pedro Porro. We can get to him Let's in a little that. bit. Right, no, but on. I mean, as, as up front, like what I'm saying is like for like Cameron Archer, not a horrible choice. I, to me, I think it's right. it's a sensible choice. Right. Depending on how you're structuring your team, yeah. completely look. Agree. We we can just say like it's a consideration. Everyone is seemingly deciding it right now. Luton and Burnley with a double game week in game week seven. Carlton Morris is five point five. So yeah, can you if you have that extra transfer and you have a four or five striker and you have an extra dollar, 
why not? You know, it's Everton away and Burnley at home for Luton's double, along with Fulham, Wolves, the double of Everton and Burnley, Spurs, Nottingham Forest, Aston Villa. That's your next six game weeks yeah. for, for Luton. I mean, those are all playable. I mean, if you really wanted to, why not? So let me ask you this. Uh, there's one other guy okay. that I am considering, and I know it's totally insane. It's even more insane than Darwin, I think, but it's Hoyland at 7-0. Manchester United, have you heard of them? They're a, a red uh, mm. yeah, but red team. I've never believe. heard of them. They call uh, themselves the Red Devils? I think so. Why? I, part of it is, one, off-field off and, and player like personnel turmoil didn't like to me it doesn't necessarily equal bad on the pitch performance and they are uh absolutely like the the craziest tightest offside call away from getting a 2-1 win against Arsenal compared to losing 3 one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that is as tough of a game as they possibly. What I'm saying is like Ho- Hoyland, like this is the guy that they are like. He's got all the fire. Like his like the video of him circulating for the you know for the you know over the international break of him firing up. Where is he? Netherlands. What is he? Denmark. In Denmark, firing up the Denmark fans like using the bullhorn to like tell everybody about you know how awesome there or whatever look man, sure I, I, to me i don't understand the rush necessarily to sell manchester united assets except that they're just they've got so much weird turmoil but they're not like now they're performing yeah to me they're but performing the turmoil okay. isn't necessarily off the field though i mean so you're talking like like uh when you're when your manager comes out after that that Arsenal match and basically says four different things about how the referees are wrong. And it was very clearly wrong. Like, first off, I'm surprised he didn't get charged by the FA for his uh, statements because he's with United. That's why it didn't they make get any charged. sense. And then everything that's going on with Jaden Sancho and training, like that's not off yeah. the field. That's not off the field at all. No, no. Anthony stuff is off the field. The Greenwood stuff right. is off the field. Yeah. Not, they're not even involved at this point. Well, and other, I, that other stuff is, it's there. It's in, it's in the yeah. dressing room. Yeah. And the Sancho thing is weird. I mean, they had this, I mean, to me, it's not in, I mean, they've navigated, he navigated Ronaldo's stuff last season. I, he did I, a pretty good job with that. That's true. But what I'm saying is like, look, Hoyland, he, well, I mean, he's get, probably going to light this league on fire. He scored, a total of nine goals in in Syria. the Italian league. Syria. Yeah. Ah, thank you. I could not. I was searching what's and searching. The, what's the? How does that? What's the? What's the equivalent? It's probably goal, the goal. conversion rate conversion on rate. that is point three goals in the That's Premier League for every goal. Oh, I mean, it's probably. I'm not, like to me, he's like the last person on the list. That I don't. I to me, I don't see it as an insane choice. Uh, I just don't buy all the hype. It's a highly risky choice. Yeah. But Brighton, Burnley, Palace, Brentford, Sheffield, that's your next five for Manchester United? I just... Yeah. Where's the downside there? Well, their club mojo. Right. Their club mojo is in the trash can. And I just personally... I like to, uh, Travis, Bruno, you said Bruno's earlier. He's going to pull him up. He's going to do bootstraps What a joke that guy that. is. Hey, his underlying stats have been real good. He's He's been underachieving, and I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. So, <laughs> you'll love my midfield there. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, right now it's Holland Alvarez Ferguson, and I want it to be Holland. Holland Dar- I want it to be Holland Darwin someone. And I, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure. Hiru! No, I can't. Why? I might pick. I might pick Hudson Edward over Iwan. You love. You are a Palace. I am absolutely. I will not get Crystal Palace out of my heart. And we can. I will. is not coming out of my heart. It's Roy Hodgson. I I wanted to say this. What I'm saying is, is, to me, like the upside of Darwin is is so intoxicating. Right now, what's and he I, eight? Eight some? Is he eight? No, he's, eight. he's seven four. Oh, man, did you hear me? Seven four, dude. He's seven four. That's, 
That's kind of a lot. I want is to, it? What's Hoyland at? He's seven. Look, more twenty seven percent of if I'm choosing between those two, it's Darwin. Twenty seven percent of FPL managers own Alexander Isak right now. Are you serious? You would rather pick you would rather pick Isak playing seventy minutes and taking like he's got he's according to our bet from a couple of weeks ago. Isak has attempted eight shots total so far. Danny Welbeck and Callum Wilson have taken seven. Like, where is the upside of Alexander Isak? The the schedule is easing up for Newcastle. Totally, uh, I totally get that. But they are also about to start yeah. their second their mm-hmm. second round of fixtures. Yeah. So and, like, and they're not they're not near as as well. They're playing deep. Champions League. Yeah, so. they're not near as deep. It's going to be very challenging. I like. I don't know. I also don't know how I'll end up without Trippier on this wild card coming into their updated what, fixtures. What now. are you it's, expecting? It's, right, it's, what I'm Mini- saying is Isak is 7.7 and Darwin is 7.4 and the difference between them is 16% selected. So are you Why? saying you're going to drop Alvarez in order to keep to have Darwin and somebody else? Or are you thinking yeah. it's Holland, Alvarez, Darwin? Because that's a lot of money. In no, Florida. if I did that, see, I, don't, I, I, I don't think I'll ever do that because what you said, I also agree. Right now, my midfield is Saka, Sterling, Bruno, Madison, and Son. So, to me, the um, like what is represented in ceiling for the midfielders that are available is like infinity. I compared love, to, I love Son there. compared to what most of, like, and that's exactly what you're. On. I agree with you 100. percent The midfield. I don't know how you don't pick five playable midfielders. So, yeah, and that—that's exactly what I was getting to. So, uh, yeah. So, are would you? Are you dead set on the on that those five? No, I'm absolutely not dead set on those. So, all right. So, let me ask you this: This is so great. So, let me ask you this, and let me let me make it harder for you. I'm going to give you a couple. So, Bowen, to your to to the question before, Jared Bowen. Where's why is is Jared Bowen in contention? Uh, I can't believe. What? West you Ham, don't like their schedule. West probably. Ham out, at least for the next four. Manchester City, Liverpool, Sheffield at home, Newcastle at home. That's their league matches. Their first Europa your first Europa League match is Thursday, September twenty first, which is between City and Liverpool. Absolutely not ideal. Okay. Where's your priority there if you're David Moyes? I mean, you've got the toughest. That's two of yeah. the toughest league matches that you can play. Plus, with Europa League in between. Plus, they just won Europa Conference. Right. They know how to get it yeah. done. I gotta believe they're looking at. We're probably not gonna finish top four. How can we play in Champions League next year? We they're have a chance gonna, to win Europa. Make a run League, right. And I think they? their EFL Cup match is against somebody. I think it's against somebody decent. Decent. Like the, I think it's the weekend after Liverpool or something like that. If only there was a way for me to get their schedule in front of me. But to me, that's another one. Like West Ham crash out of the other cup matches to me is also like a, that just seems like a, 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 a likely outcome for them. So so no Bowen, no no James Ward Prowse. But Ariola, yes. I'm all over that. Yeah, for sure. Ariola in, but that's as as far as, yeah, that was as far as my hammer. All right. So Rodri. No, can't do it. Seriously, is no. he the top scoring midfielder right now? I think he is, isn't he? He might be. I just don't. I, to me, like he's I just, no, he's he's sixth. He's close. I, he but to, I, he's, he's farther ahead than you would think he would be. He he has I, a he's thirteen, a top, three, ten, and a one. He is he is the top scoring city midfielder. Though, that's correct? true. That's yeah. true. Right. So, and that's why I said like Foden's out. He, so well, I did and, not. And Rodri doesn't Foden. fall down hardly at all. No, Roger. He stays, makes people fall down. Say he stays up a lot more. Roger, sure. Roger finds his way into good spots. Right. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Like depending on who you know, if Kovacic plays, like the He's availability of Roger He's playing to go the Gundogan forward, role. I just don't. I don't. I just don't want to do anything with it. I would rather. I would. I would rather do somebody else in there. Okay. Um, so yeah, no West Ham, uh, no Roger. And also, uh, my one Brighton midfielder was Matoma. That, that was my next one. Uh, I like the way it looks when it's spelled out, when it's just the abbreviation for Brighton, B-H-A, because it's, uh, it looks like Bob, bye, bye. Like, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Wow. You're a big sync guy, I guess, huh? It is so bye, stupid. Bye, bye, I'm sorry I even said it. It's okay. We're going to leave it in. Uh, no, it's Brighton out. Uh, Manchester United, Bournemouth, Villa, Liverpool, Manchester City. 
that's your next five Brighton matches. So you might like the Bour- Bournemouth match, I suppose. Villa Maybe. is hit or miss, but that's also Brighton, away. I think, is going to shred United. Everybody. Yeah, they play well against match. everybody for the most part. However, uh, they also have their first Europa League match against Athens uh, between Manchester United and Bournemouth. Again, okay. not ideal. Nope. Then they play Chelsea in the EFL Cup between Bournemouth and Aston Villa. I imagine they would take that semi-seriously? Or is that another one because of know. their Euros? No, you want a shot, you want a shot at, at it. Right. Deserve doesn't EFL. seem like the kind of guy who's backing Shying off of some of those things where, like, with West Ham and David Moyes, he's already been kind of like, ah, you know. Yeah. He seems like way <laughs> more of a realist compared to Deserve. That's all I'm just – I'm just, to me, I'm okay going without the Brighton midfield. Without the Brighton midfield. But Estupinian's in. For me, so I'm okay. not getting rid of a stupid young. That okay. could change. I mean, that's so that. so who's on the who are you on the fence about at this stage from a midfielder standpoint? So Sterling is after all of my talk, and as much as I love him in real life, I Sterling is definitely on the chopping block for me. I could go a variety of ways. So first of all, like uh, Sterling and Sterling and Bruno are definitely like those two guys are variable. Okay. They're on the but so so the other three, Sun, Madison, and I just don't Sokka. see myself selling Sun, Madison, or Sokka. I don't yeah. I can't imagine doing it. I have Sokka and, and Madison and I would love to have Sonny in my team. So Sun, that was my fir- one of the first things is is he automatic? Like how automatically is he I mean, he's already gone up in price. He's probably gonna I imagine mm-hmm. he'll go up again before the no. game week. He only over. has one return. And right. I kinda wanna I that mean I if exactly I'm gonna be fair gonna to Sterling so where I said, you know, Sterling doesn't play Luton every week. Right. Sun doesn't play Burnley every week, but here's the difference with Sun. His pedigree is better than Sterling's. That's one. Because he plays for Spurs and Sterling hasn't been doing it at City and Chelsea. Sterling hasn't done it in a while. Not at Chelsea, that's for okay. Sure. I mean, he was there. There were times where he was relevant at City, yeah. but it was he was he was still could get pepped at any moment. But again, Son, he was showing up. I'm just yeah. all I'm all I'm trying a, to say is he that had I think a their moment pedigree is similar, the of especially the given the down season, season and then faded, and then at the end of the season had another mini moment, and now is back in another moment in the yeah. in the league. And is extremely unlucky to have not gotten a return in game week four. Yes. Uh, so again, like it's it's not because he hasn't like it's not there. Chelsea as one of the biggest. I mean, they are the over underperformer. I mean, of the league uh, in the league so far. It's almost like Kai Havertz is still there. The big question. So with Son, not only pedigree, it was his positioning was different the first three weeks. And then the second he gets into the striker he, position, the, yes. The second he moves up, Richarlison gets off the field. Right. The the stat that's out there everywhere: more shots against in this last game against Burnley, which we have been than saying. Richarlison had in the first. I've been weeks. saying on Slack right. like the entire time: get him central, get him farther forward. He needs to be on the break. Right. So the question posed to Alistair Gold from Football London, Spurs reporter: This is the Spurs moment. Was about Brennan Johnson. Hasn't the last Brennan, like twenty minutes. Did they sign him? No. I, look. Yes, they did. They did, didn't they? It's crazy how they much did. we talk about Spurs being the second highest scoring team in the league. Why would we bother with that amount of information? The <laughs> Brennan Johnson coming in. About it, Brian. No, listen. He's just talking about where Brennan Johnson can play. And he said that's the great thing about him. He can play anywhere across the front line. Yeah. He said pace is going to make him a threat to any of the top front three. Mostly he plays on the right, which means Kulishevsky yep. could be pushed more than most. But because Sun can play anywhere in the front, it means that if Richarlison is the struggling one. Which he is. Which he very clearly is Johnson right now. Johnson will play on the left. Sun will go central. either Sun or Brennan Johnson that will get the central role. This is Alistair Gold's first correspondent. And, and then, like, this is why, like... Postacoglu is saying it already. Like, just the uh, you see what Son is capable of. Like, we love him in this in this space. We love that he's the captain and he's kind of thriving there. So, I like in one match. Yeah, in one match. That is good that he's thri- he thrived in that one match. Right, but but it's Son. Spurs have been playing there. very well. Ange Ball is different, and it is it is big Ange, right? And so, 
But the the other thing is this, and it's worth look. I have Madison, and their fixtures are. I think Brian Pryor already mentioned it, but home Sheffield at Arsenal, home Liverpool. Okay, so home Sheffield. Are you really that worried about the Sheffield United defense when Spurs are playing a home match no. against Sheffield? No. At Arsenal, are you like what has historically been the it's Arsenal? Typically Spurs, a typically a higher is, scoring yeah. game. Liverpool, they're playing but, in, in. But London. Harry Kane's it's, not playing for Spurs first time in like eight years, and he's usually scoring on Arsenal. Yeah, but they're they're flying high. They're gonna. They're are gonna you find goals. are you as a Liverpool is Virgil Van Dyke going to be available for this for uh, Spurs Liverpool? Yeah, he uh, will be. On, yes. Uh, on, okay. Yes. Does that make unless any... he says something else or gets banned again? Does that make any difference to you as far as what goals are capable of being scored against Liverpool? Yeah, because we don't have any other center backs really okay. there. And worth then after anything. that is what everyone is is loving the most, which is Luton, Fulham. Away to Palace is not that great. Home yeah, at Chelsea, at Wolves, home Villa. So, like, I would they just say, if you're bringing up. those guys in, prioritize you prioritize the attacker. If you've got Udagi, if you're bringing in any of the other defenders, you bench them against Arsenal and Liverpool. Don't yeah. don't bother with it, but play the attackers. I like you're not banking on clean sheets. We're already. I don't. I don't know how anyone is thinking like. Oh, this run of fixtures is really good. My defenders are going to get a lot of clean sheets here. What are you not? I don't. I would just rather have the attackers. Embueno or Embuemo? Wow! How did you say that properly? Embueno, Embue, like yes, Mo. <laughs> I'm Embueno. I'm, I'm on him. I know, and how I'm on you, him. Right? How can you not be? Yeah, I'm I mean, on him. I'm not. Sixteen two. But this is why four. Right. Hmm. The schedule still mostly works for them. He's, you know, obviously scored again game week four. He has the one of the top five non-penalty xgs in the league, and he has the second most big chances of anybody in the league. He's gonna keep doing it because, and then penalties too. So I, it's not. He's not a bad choice, but. No one's points. essential. Come on, man. You just love the points, of course, yeah. compared to not the points. So, I mean, look. I, and Jared Bowen can't sniff. Is it the lineup again? It's just their schedule that's keeping you away from Jared No, Bowen. it's not. I love Jared Bowen. I, yeah, it's just the schedule. It's the and schedule that, that's and, keeping yeah. And away. His, what he brings to West Ham is essential. Same thing with James Ward-Prowse. Again, yeah. it's the schedule. I might pick James Ward-Prowse over Bowen because it seems like Ward-Prowse would play – all the minutes in all he's the a games dollar cheaper because of a what million he, cheaper just because of his free, and he's on and, and, yeah. and you never know when he bangs in a free kick right i i might i might pick him over anyone else if i was picking a west ham player would you rather have west would you rather have james ward prowse or solly march i don't know that's a really tough one about I, same, they're the pretty much the same price point. It's a difference of of seven points right now, though. I'd on rather those have Eze. Oh wow, that came out of nowhere. You are not allowed to give an opinion on Eze because all you see is Eze. Who scored finally in game week four? Eze is. Who is the leading midfield shooter this season? Eze. Who's created the third most chances of anyone this season? Eze. Who's tied for eighth for midfielders for touches in the box this season? Eze. Like I, to me, like I, like I don't know how else to say it. Could not have been unluckier in the first three weeks to get nothing. Fair. I'm and not so, trying to throw so much shade. This is going to sound horrible. Billy Gilmore for Brighton has more fantasy points than Eze. Eze doesn't make the first page when you just select midfielders <laughs> on a computer. Right. Eze doesn't make the first page of midfielders. That means he is right. like, and I know I I hear you on those stats, but daggone it, you got to do something first before I can go get you. Okay, and he just did. That's what I'm saying. Like you're, like you're not getting in. Let me like, scroll over to page look. two here, and then go up and find him. Oh, he's breaking here. We new go. Ground. Okay, new territory. Never Ooh. been there before. All right. 
It's Look, fair. First of all, they're tied. He's tied on points with Billy Gilmore, which is way better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many, I, point, how many minutes has Billy Gilmore played? That's this a season? great question. Let's flip back There's over no to the first page when where Eze's not. Um, Billy Gilmore, 16, 90, 59, 76. More than I thought. But Look, not near as much. Come on. Eze's got 99, 99, Come on. Right. Right. He's the, he is. And they're tied on points. Come on. I'm not saying. I am saying right now it should have been five. Five, eight or nine, five, eight for Eze. Not horseshoes not and hand grenades, two, man. Two, two, eight. Horseshoes and hand Look, grenades. Look, I hear you. Exactly. That's, but that's exactly how all of this. That's how everything goes with the Premier League. You're not. You're not trying to. You're not trying to get the guaranteed points because there's no such thing. Except like, for I, if you have Salah. Right, he's going to return every single week, and it's a guarantee that he will never blank because he's gone all these get- games in a row without blanking. Of course he's not going to blank next time. I love Eze. I'm just not ready to move on him yet. Right. And Is I, that fair? No, and I would say... No, it's not fair. No, it's definitely not fair. Okay. Can we go all back right. to Tottenham? I, I just want to talk about Tottenham some more. No. Are you doing that for my brother's sake? No, no, not at all. You're being serious. Not at all. I to me, it's just that everything for Crystal Palace goes through Eze. Every single thing that they do, he is required for what they do. He yeah. is on penalties. He's had two clear like they if they were called, it would have been inarguable. You would not have yeah. been able to say those should not have been called. You're he right. absolutely got kicked in the leg by Thomas Partey in the Arsenal game and got nothing. One of the clearest, I don't know how it wasn't called penalties that has happened so far this season. But the but that's we've already said. That's like getting a guaranteed penalty call is also like unless you play for Manchester United, it's not going to get called every time. So a guy who's had t- like arguably two penalties has had two straight shot like miracle saves on corner kicks to prevent assists like i'm just saying it is it is just the bounce of the ball that's it and i'm saying like you're everyone is talking about like who's the talisman for each team that's the guy you want every time are they going to be way better when michael elise is fit and it's the two of them playing again absolutely absolutely yes. so maybe yeah you want to wait until elise is back out there okay. and yes. go for as at that point uh, to me, like this past game is a perfect example. Like he was still really good. He did basically the same things he had done for the first three weeks, but he did score a goal this time. So, are you bringing him in? Is the question. Well, if I need the money, which is which so I no, might, which okay. I might. All right, you okay? But you don't know if you need the money yet. Yeah. All right. Like All right. I'll just say All he right. would be my. He would be my. I would put him in if Salah comes in instead of Bruno Fernandez, okay. for example. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. That makes sense. But here, let's put a pin in this because I, I want to come back to this maybe in a week or two, and we probably need to get a bet going on on as a whoa a Travis Bryan bet. Yeah, well, because Bryan likes to sit on the fence, and we're gonna make Bryan jump on one side <laughs> or the other. Okay, it's but I'll great. sit on it because you're right. I think we need. I, I'm gonna let All you right. figure this one out without that because that's not that's not totally fair, and because honestly, I don't know what we would bet at this point because we'll see, but we'll get there. All right. So, uh, what's your defense look like then? Right now, Matty Cash is Stupignon, Chilwell, I kept Gusto, and Udagi. How so, close is why are you keeping Cash? So, first of all, uh, I like Alex Moreno way better. I like the yes. Aston Villa schedule upcoming, and I yes, Cash is so Cash is cheaper. Is his underlying Moreno, stats Moreno better, is Brian? So necessary to what Villa is doing. He's so much better than. He offers so much more than what Luca Dean offers. I, I'm looking at something that I've never seen before. What's that? Matty Cash just played four games in this this season, as most people, because there's only <laughs> been four games. Yeah. He's got two minus ones. Yeah. yeah. He's got a six and a 17 and two minus ones. He's what a, for yeah. a world we live? It's that when he's attacking and he's good, he's really good. <laughs> And when Villa has sucked, he He's sucks really the most. Bad. Oh I mean, that really goodness. is it. Uh, 
I just what for me though. So are like, you just buying into the Villa defense and Matty Cash? I mean, their schedule does oh, look I mean, just pretty. Look, it's, I'm, I'm green. hedging. I'm hedging based on the schedule. That's Fair. it. Okay. I'm I see hedging. You. I see and what also, you right. love those color charts on the fixture list. He does I mean, love those. Just, he bases everything. On uh, all the decisions oh, yeah, based I've, off of the yeah. colors. He's, they're all look, greens. My number one. <laughs> determining factor is the color-coded matchup rating system. I've been very clear about this. I, nothing is more accurate. <laughs> hey, would you uh, rather have Matty Cash or Estupin Young? Probably Cash, Well, he's got Cash, both, right? I think, right? Here's the tough I don't think you have Estupin Young, do you? I do have Estupin Young. Here's the tough thing about Chilwell and Estupin Young. So, first of all, I was going to say, if Chelsea sucks, then you, why do we have any of their players? I agree. So and I'm trying the, to figure that out. Right. And then especially if they suck, why have their defense? And then on top of that, Chilwell keeps getting subbed early. So the so, better the better question is, is Romero or Chilwell? I would I'd rather Price is I'd vastly rather, different. I think I'd rather have Chilwell. Okay. But mostly because look, Chilwell and Estupignan are in the top of every attacking statistic that there is for defenders. Udagi and Chilwell. So in that case you just say let's a huge discount though. Udagi's what for has he even gone up to four point seven now? He's four okay, seven so now. he's four seven now. Yeah. And Chilwell's five six. Right. So there's a there's a it's not, it, cra- it's not crazy. It's not it's crazy, not, but at the same time, I mean you have one, a, you actually have that a choice like that to make right it now. It has to help for Reese James to come back, mustn't it? Well, then you got to find a place for Gusto. Gusto's gone. He's gone, right? No, Gusto's can you afford? Gone. So, so you basically you bring in Udagi just so you can get Reese James. Ben Chilwell is urging patience. He's saying what everyone wants to hear, which is that the whole team is bought into Poch's system. So that's all it's going to take is some time, some patience. Just let this thing simmer, folks. And that's how Tottenham won the league. <clears throat> oh, I mean, wait. No, it didn't work like that. That's how they won Champions League, though, right? Their schedule, so right now, it's fine. So right this very second, Dave's furious about this. No, he's he's losing steam over there. Just waiting, (laughs) waiting my time here. Four weeks. Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham, Burnley. So you get four more weeks of, I'd say, useful fixtures for Chelsea. Game week eight, I imagine that's the jump off point for everybody. Or game week nine. Arsenal, home Brentford at... Tottenham, home city at Newcastle, or yeah, at yeah. Newcastle, yep. Brighton, Manchester United. There's like that run of horrible, like what? Yeah, you don't on want paper bad fixtures at that point. Basically, you know, going all the way through to week 16 with Everton. Well, and but then, in the, again, even if you keep Chilwell in that run, run. Oh my gosh! Arsenal, Brentford, Spurs, City, Newcastle, Brighton, United. Holy crap! You that can't. Chilwell's not going to get a return in any of no those matches. Way. In any of them, he's not going to get an assist in any Maybe. of that run of eight or nine matches. But why wouldn't you sell during that time and pick up a, somebody with a better fixture list? Right, and I think that's. But I'm saying that's what's going to happen. So that's why Ugh. I'm looking at it now, and I'm I'm just. That thinking, is a like, terribly long run. If you're on a wild card. Why not just jump off of Chelsea now and just make the switch from Chilwell to Trippier? If you're on a wild card, maybe. It, I, I could see that. But I guess ultimately it's got to be nice. I mean, I'll tell you, you why. You're going to miss out on Fulham Burnley. I was say, the next four weeks yeah. is the reason why, no matter how I did it, I was like, you know what? I just can't do it. I can't get rid of Four weeks. Of, yeah, you got four weeks of decent pictures. That's a smart. I, I say keep them. I got them. I'm not moving around. I think it's the way to go. You but, got time. Like, but this is the thing. It's like Estupignan, Chilwell, Estupignan, Trippier, Chilwell. Like it's it's those two guys, and almost they're, like they're in the top three or four of everything that you care about. Goalkeepers. Here you go. He's done. It's Turner, Matt Turner and Ariola. Okay. Still. Yeah. Matt right now, do you have useless. any money in the bank? No, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Prioritizing these guys in the midfield gotcha. and having like. You know, having five, you know, between seven and nine, like all the seven to nine dollar guys. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not a mathematician, but it adds up. <laughs> okay. You're selling right. yourself very, short. There, very man. nice. Very nice. All right. I got a question for you guys. This match week. The last thing I was going to say. Oh, is you have one more thing. Just that, <laughs> look, first of all, 
Pedro Poro is $5. He's started three straight, and he's got a six, a six, and a four in these in three weeks. Five, do- five pound dollars? Five pound dollars. Would you rather have him or Matty Cash? Seven shots in the last three weeks, tied for first with Matty Cash. Created yeah. four chances, which is the most of Poro, any of probably. the Spurs fullbacks. Any of the any Spurs defender, he's created the most chances of any of the Spurs defenders. And he's had two big chances created, which only Ashley Young has had more in the last three weeks, which is irrelevant to what anyone is doing with their team. Just saying, Pedro Poro is in in form in an attacking team, which is prioritizing the fullbacks. Would you rather have him or Udagi? I'd rather have Udagi. Destin. But he's 4.7. I, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I have you're Madison and Udagi. If I have Madison and Udagi, and I and I would love to try to figure out a way to get to Sun, maybe, mm-hmm. then I can't consider Pedro no. Poro. I but I am saying I don't think it's a crazy choice just because he's already shown it. Agree. He's <laughs> shown a, a, a he's shown a, the capability of scoring goals. Udagi hasn't done that yet, so you're he's he's making the runs. He's doing all the right things okay. in the positions. Just are you captaining anyone other than Holland this next match week? Don't you have to at least think about it? Do you? So you got a double, don't you? Not no, there's week. no double this week. week. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Yeah, no, that's fine. I wasn't paying attention, truthfully. <laughs> Do you feel like at West Ham is going to be tough for Manchester City? I yes. know this. There's yes. There was times last year where I thought Manchester City had a tougher matchup and Salah had a cake matchup, and I went against Holland and he hat-tricked me every time. So, you know what I'll be doing consistently every single time? I'm not risking it. Do you trust Unless he's you, injured. Do you trust your Unless guys? He's do you injured. trust your guys at Everton? Uh, no. I mean, oh, I expect them on. to win. I expect them to win. Okay. But I'm going to be honest. You know what Arsenal's record at, at Everton is? It's Okay. So, I I it's one of those things that my brother and I talk about all the time. Is these weird uh, football stats that like always seem to ring true? Why Arsenal has a hard time winning at Everton historically, I do not know, but it's true. The bogey team. What if I, what I if, don't? It doesn't make any sense. What if Ange Ball is like soaring right now, and they're playing home to Sheffield because that seems like the one of the few considerations that people are having, which sure. is Sun. Sun. Fresh yeah. off a hat trick playing at home against Sheffield United. Well, I have a choice. I could go from Odegaard to Son. It worked this a few, week. It worked a couple weeks ago. Like you know, I captain Salah in a against Bournemouth compared to Holland against Newcastle. You yeah. got lucky. Yeah, of course I got lucky, but I also got unlucky because Salah blew a penalty kick. It could have been worse. Could have been better. For the Ho- yeah, worse, I was saying, yeah, it could have been worse for the Holland. Captainers compared to you, you're willing to be lucky. Try to get lucky again. Do you know? Isn't how, that kind of how the, the point of playing this game? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fair. What I'm saying is like, there's no guarantees. Like this is to me. I feel like there is such massive upside with like Spurs and Liverpool right now. In a way that I, I am. It is so hard for me not to end up with at least three of their players in my team at least that's i want i mean i just they're just they're not stopping yeah so that's why i keep looking at it and i'm like i don't know how when i after i get out of this wild card i don't know how it's gonna not end up looking like that so who tell me i'm crazy So who's your alternative right now based on the way that you're wild carding right now you're saying sun is your alternative no, I'm saying I like I'm not taking Sun out. I'm ta- I'm leaving Sun and Madison in. I like the no, way. No, I mean playing. from a captain. From a captain. Oh, sorry, from a captain. captain. It's. I mean, it's on Holland right now, but I. Sun is your other alternative. Might, okay. Why not? So in your your cemented on Salah. Sorry, on on Holland. Dave, cemented on Holland. Yeah, it's yeah. not moving. Yeah, same. If he's walking, it's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> he could be in a boot. I, listen, I never caught up when in I got torched. When I got torched last year, I played pretty good. Continued the rest of the year. I could never make up the ground. It was three match weeks. 
And I said, I'll never do it again. So good luck to anyone who decides and has the guts. Kudos to you. So look, I have a I'm trying to figure out if I should Dave. I, I I currently made a transfer and I brought in Maddie Cash for Rico Henry. Now I have not saved hmm. it, right? But seems reasonable reasonable. I could easily go because I could bench Henry. I could easily go this week and not make a transfer and just yeah. bench him. So Dave, to your point, to use last season as just an example, Manchester City beat West Ham uh, 2-0 and 3-0. Oh, wow. They won 2-0 away in August last year. Uh, Holland with both goals. So a brace for Holland, a penalty, and then scored again in the 65th minute. Scored one against, or in the 3-0 home win against West Ham. However, I would just say West Ham was horrible in both of those circumstances. Like they were they were an awful team in both at both points. So I don't think it's exactly the same. But yes, of course Holland can score a brace against West Ham. There's no I mean, there's no reason why he can't I love do West it again. Ham the way they've been playing. And yeah. I, I really, really do. So I, I'm not trying to throw shade on them. I'm just like it doesn't matter who Holland plays, he can score against them. Yeah. Yeah, anyone. So, anyways, that's I, I that's my deal. No one expected like the la- I probably the last score you would have guessed for West Ham playing at Brighton was a three-one West Ham win. That's true. That's and true. And so they played. They executed the West Ham David Moyes strategy perfectly. It's something that you know Peter Drury talked about that day, and it's something that they are doing now. They've done it. Look, they're in fourth. Right now, I mean, they there are ten points, and City's on twelve, and they're on a plus five goal differential, and it's they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I just they are very capable of doing what has beaten Manchester City all all along, which is like perfect counterattack. They just did it. Oh, they just did it to Brighton a minute ago. So, like, I get it. Brighton is not Manchester City. However, like, is it like? a tighter defensive unit that knows what to do. Yeah. I just think that we've said that already. West Ham's not, they're not stupid and it, and they're playing at a way higher level this season than they were last season. So I'm not saying it like, look, don't hear me say that Holland's a bad captain. I just, I think you at least, if you have that, if you have someone that you can, why not? Like, why wouldn't you think about it? Right, I'm definitely captaining Holland. I'm, I'm trying to figure out my transfer this week. I might go Matty Cash, Rico Henry, although I don't have to make a move at all. I could just bank it. Not a bad idea. Captain Ben Showell at Bournemouth. You want some guts? I, I wish they would give. No, I would not. I wish they this. would give never a point five. <laughs> I'm Captain in Eze. Are you serious? I wish they'd Obviously. give something to you the. You don't even own him. I wish they'd give something to the vice captain. A point five multiplier or something. Just, just to, just to mix it up, so it's not when you have a Holland, it's, it's not so chalk. Don't we all agree there needs to be some kind of shakeup to the way that uh, for sure works? It feels like it's, I don't know. Not to terrible. mention when, when games lock, and we don't need to get into that anymore. Yeah, oh, we've never talked about that, have we? I gotta believe we've talked about that. Nobody ranted about that for. Write it down. Minutes. We'll make an agenda. We will add that to a future episode <laughs> for sure. All right, gentlemen, anything else we've missed you want to add? This is your last shot as we're going to shut this pod down. Mm, no. Travis? There's who, who are you captaining, Holland? Because yeah, you're not stupid? Fair enough. <laughs> All right. No, very good. Look, I, I so applaud any anyone who has the boldness to captain anyone other than Holland. Uh, I tried last year, and I got torched every time. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.